up that diesel. Um, 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 let's go diesel. Um. This is a next level type of boredom that I just I couldn't imagine was possible. Well, I just wish everybody would stay the fuck in the house, man. Yeah, so, so we can I. get back to normal life. But you know, dog, I ain't even gonna say it no more. Let, let me tell you, let me tell you how bored I was today. So I was just texting with one of my mans from college, like just on some random shit, and we just got on topic about how like terrible our haircuts are right now and our shape ups are right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about this is like two days ago. We had like a 48 hour like thread through text where we're just making up nicknames for our terrible fucking shape-ups. <laughs> like, I'm like on some true board shit. Like I was calling them DeAndre Slopkins, Todd <laughs> Burley. This nigga was calling me Nat Burleson and no Edrin Lames. I was like, God damn. <laughs> Serge Chewbacca. I called this motherfucker 2018 John Wall. That ended the whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, dog. Believe me, yeah. my hair long as shit right now. My shit ain't been like this in a forever. I'm glad it's not a Zoom joint because I look very uh, Jahimish right now. <laughs> the, the, the shit is OC. So y'all saw what happened with guys, right? Y'all saw that news? Yes. No. <laughs> it. Okay. Is it All that TMZ right. thing? Yeah. Yeah, the TMZ thing. Yeah. In case anybody who didn't see it, they got a hold of guys working out in the Redskins practice bubble. I think it's important to mention that guys is rehabbing. So while the optics might be bad. He's allowed to be there because he's actually rehabbing an injury, not just being a dickhead. Um, I know that we've had conversations on this podcast about social media and how you shouldn't care and whatever. I think this time, like, I got to just say, guys, you didn't have to actually post this. You know, just opening y'all up to just criticism that we didn't need. It's just a little bit stupid. I don't really care that much, whatever, because the team has taken a position that they didn't do anything wrong, whatever. You didn't have to post it, guys. You could have just kept this one right in the drafts. I mean, I guess, but like, do people actually care? Oh, they do, Cliff. They do. No, but do they actually care? They do, but they don't. Like, they might. This whole thing where people, like, you're like, oh, this person went out and they were with a group. And I'm upset about it's like are you you're actually upset that they were at a football facility? The sad part well, about it is the NFL actually allows players on rehab. You can be at the team facility. I mean, obviously they're practicing social distancing. I mean, apparently, I guess um there's more players there, obviously, besides guys. And somebody made a comment about, well, look at the picture, they're not really social distancing when I guess one of one of the reps from the organization actually responded and said something like um, well, anytime the players actually got close, there's, there's people on staff that keeps the players six feet from, apart from each other, blah, 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 blah. But, of course, Paul, guys didn't have to uh, post it, but, of course, it's going to get blown out of proportion, as usual. I hear what you guys are saying, and I'm not necessarily taking a different position than you guys. I do think it's important that people stay vigilant when it comes to social distancing. I do, because... I think we're all indebted to each other in this situation. Everybody has to be responsible, not just for themselves and their families, but for everybody. So this thing gets contained as soon as possible. That's why I thought it was so important to mention that Geist is allowed to be there because he is actually rehabbing a knee injury. You can sit here and say, 
oh, it's just a game. It's just football, you know, blah, 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 blah. Is he happy working out? Well, he's permitted to be there. It's just that that headline was extremely misleading. Like, it seemed like Redskins are breaking the code or some shit. I forget the exact headline, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, TMZ was trying to take it to another level when it really didn't even need to go there. Well, the the headline mentioned, I think the one part of the headline that kind of grabbed your attention was bad optics. Is it bad optics? Maybe. Is it a huge deal for this particular player who's allowed to be there? No, it's not. I think it's more of a situation now where, like, I mean, you guys have seen how Redskins fans have kind of started treating guys. It's it's kind of funny, actually, because people make a big deal about Haskins being the one that's the guy on social media too much. But you've seen shit happen with guys that's arguably more important and more noteworthy, like the shit with Trump. And now you have shit with this. People don't really get on guys for like doing the whole social media shtick. They get on Haskins. And that just kind of really doesn't make sense to me. If you're asking me, one person is a lot more active on social media than the other but it's not the person that's getting attacked the most that's because they don't actually care paul right back to cliff's that's my whole <laughs> they don't actually care mm-hmm. just something what? to bitch about why the fuck do you care what people are posting on social media man you know what's wild i'll hear people more outraged by a tweet by geis or haskins when that shit was going on with josh hater during the ml mlb mlb all-star game What's the, mm-hmm. What was the energy then? And not even on some, like, why do you care about, not even to make a, it's not even like a racial thing. It's like, why, you don't actually care about any of this. Why are you commenting on this? Why are you making this such a big deal? Like, you were just picking and choosing when to make a big deal about, like, and who it's a big deal about. Mm-hmm. All these Bro. people tweet. Mm-hmm. That's the whole fucking point of the platform. Yep. <laughs> You're not lying. You're definitely not lying about that. That's why it's called social media. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Unfollow the person. Mm-hmm. But this person is allowed to tweet as much as they want. They don't right. owe it to you to put a cap on the number. You got a problem how much they tweet? Stop following them. Otherwise, right. shut the fuck up. Stop it's pretty simple. This shit. Delete the app off your goddamn phone. Yeah. Stop right. following I, I agree with all that. I think that we kind of got away from the point of what we're talking about. Just like the how, the whole title of TMZ and how it was bad optics, but it probably isn't a big deal. It's just a big deal because Listen. you're rehabbing that cool. You getting this working, that's great. Like nobody's happier for you than me because I'm a big fan of yours and I'd love to see you perfectly healthy this year. You just didn't have to do it because you knew that somebody was gonna make a big deal out of it. People out there who are have bigger platforms than us that are making a huge deal out of this, and Paul, you just Paul, didn't need it. Paul, <laughs> Paul, one. In the grand scheme, given the current times, this is an incredibly irrelevant story. It really One. is. Two, who cares if they're mad about it? <laughs> I didn't even say that people should be mad about it. No, no, I know. I know, no, I mean, no, no, no. You're saying like he should have th- maybe thought about it before he did. Who cares if they're mad? Be mad. Okay. All, like they're always mad about something. Should people social distance? Yes. You're gonna find me out here going, "Oh, you six people, you're three point five feet from that." Nah, man. Because I'm not a fucking herb. <laughs> <laughs> like who the fuck jumps into a photo and is like, "Well, you look like you're four feet apart and not six. Like, well, you know, there there is a group of people that would do that type of shit. I'm not gonna, yeah, well, be a little too specific, but I'm gonna let you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are y'all talking about the Karens? 
It's not even the it's just it's just like I don't like I understand it right now. If you gotta do a daily show, you might need to get a segment out of something like this. Oh, there's gonna be one tomorrow about me it. myself. I don't listen to your shitty show anyways, though I don't give a damn about him tweeting something from a bubble. I mean, like <laughs> that shit just blows my mind because it takes time to care about that. They're like, oh my god, what's he doing? Like it legit blows my mind that people actually get mad about that kind of stuff. Like, I just, you, but I, folks I, pick and choose. They pick and choose to fit their narrative. Cliff, like you said, you got some I, people that got daytime shows, and I guarantee you this will be a topic tomorrow morning on one of these channels in the DMV. I, I get, I get it. the topic thing because, like I said, like right now, you need to get these segments out Definitely. doing the Daily Show. But to like, could you imagine picking your phone up, seeing that photo, and you just <laughs> hopping the replies like? At dice, you know you're actually two feet away. You're not actually six. Like you gotta be the biggest fucking dweeb. So fuck be them. Be smart, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Move on. Yeah. Man. I, I hate these. I hate when fans act. I hate when people act like this in general, man. And to be fair, I don't think the Redskins fans on the timeline, just based on what I've seen, have been going crazy. But guys, like they don't give a shit either. Just like what you're saying. My whole point is that. I mean, the fact that Darius Geis and the Washington Redskins were TMZ mentioned today, it's stupid. It's pointless. All I'm saying is it could have been avoided by Geis just not being so thirsty. That's it. I know, thirst, man. It's, it's social media. See, see, Paul sound like an old, like a washman. You sound washed out here. You sound washed out here. Well, why are they tweeting that? You ain't have to tweet that. Like, hey, man, right. let them do oh, their like, thing, man. Oh, 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 put your phone away, there. Right. So, <laughs> listen, I, listen, 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 listen. I don't know who took the shots that ended up in the media's hands at this party that Dak and Zeke were throwing, right? You know what I'm saying? But I bet whoever that person was, they're probably like, motherfucker, did you have to take this picture? Right, but that's like, different. Have to do that's it? different. That's different. Yeah. A party's different, man. You'd want the whole party right now. You go like a, a cold dumbass. It's funny. <laughs> like, that's hey, just... it's funny because Dak was like, you know, we had like less than ten people. Like Dak, I saw like seven people in that pick. You know, you lying, bro. I'm sure what's some other folks in that house, dog. Like, come on, man. All right, we've dedicated at least five minutes too much to this uh, <laughs> thing. So let's let's move on. <laughs> All right. Um, a lot of Trent news today, man. A lot of Trent news, and uh, you know, today might be the last time we ever even talk about Trent being a Washington Redskins on this podcast. So let's just get right to it. There's a lot to unpack. You know, I'll put all of it on the table and we can just kind of just go through it in whatever fashion we want. Um, first thing I heard today was that they took control back from Trent and agent Vince Taylor in regards to finding a trade partner. Uh, apparently this is not an uncommon move this close to the draft. They're still seeking a first round pick and there's conflicting reports whether that's a viable option or not at this point. Uh, there's a rumor that the Dolphins are moving up to three or trying to move up to three, not for Tua, but for a tackle. And it's, there seems to be a growing belief that a run on offensive tackles is going to start earlier in this draft, like probably in the top 10, Good. which would leave the Cleveland Browns at pick 10 squarely like ass out. Out of the blue tweets I saw today was that the Redskins could have had O.J. Howard for Trent a few months ago, but fell through. Uh, no other details are known at this point. It was just Trent for OJ, and I'm sure other picks, but nothing else. So I'll let you guys just dive right in. Where do we start? 
I'll be glad when it's over, man. I got to be honest. This is um, we've been doing this Trent saga for uh, too long now. Um, I'm not gonna be disrespectful towards Trent. I appreciate everything he did for our team. Um, but I'm kind of glad the team took control of this trade situation because the way Trent's agent went about it and acting like an ass and calling in the radio stations, doing segments, saying the team is, you know, not holding up their end of the bargain, blah, 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 all this other stuff. I've been seeing it too, man. There was one tweet from Dan Patrick said we may potentially get a first round pick for Trent. I've seen some that said we may get the third to two thirds from Cleveland. Um, seen some where they said it may be a swap Trent for Beckham situation. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, at this point, I got to be honest, I'm not even so gung-ho on that second-round pick anymore. I'm, I'm hoping they can some kind of way, if it is for picks, and it, if it is Cleveland, I wouldn't even mind taking Cleveland's two third-round picks and just going about our business. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. Just get this shit over with, man. Goddamn. Tired of hearing about it. Make the trade happen. Let's move on. All right. The Beckham stuff, that's not happening. It would be hilarious. It's not happening. Could Cleveland be that dumb? <laughs> Yo, you know what? If I were them, I'd do it. I mean, they are kind of loaded but offense. But only because we've position. talked about receivers before. I don't think it's should be paying receivers that kind of money. That's just me. But um, you got to find a way to get something back for him. And they've been insisted on not giving him away. And let's see what, how that pays out for him. Because people were quick to people are quick to report like, oh, they turn they turn down this, they turn down that. But let's see what they get in the end. Hey man, this NFL draft about to be a crap. About I like I don't know if it's gonna be a positive or negative that they didn't get to fly around on these guys. Cause I I think that's going gonna be the interesting thing to see is how the draft goes, considering they didn't get to overanalyze these players like they usually do. Anywhere to a first round pick, if you believe those reports, to a day three pick, he might not get traded at all. He might get traded for a player. He might get traded for future picks. This thing, it's come to a head, and I'm I'm glad that it's coming to the end now. I'll be not happy if this thing is still lingering on Sunday after the draft. Is yeah, passed. that'd be a problem. I just think that at some point, when it's all said and done, I need to see a report on my phone from Bleacher or something like that saying Trent Williams has been traded to. Team X for compensation. Why? Something like that. I don't know. Well, see how but it's, just, it's, it's getting late in the day and they haven't made a trade yet. What I'm going to say is my best case scenario is the tackle that Cleveland wants goes before their pick. They get in a panic. We don't get the first, but maybe they trade us their second and their fourth and we go about our business. So uh, the Trent Williams and the OJ Howard thing. Let me ask you two questions. Let's just assume this is a straight up trade. Would you have accepted it then? And would you accept it yes. now? Next question. No. You both. Next question. Nah, I definitely would. You definitely I would. would. I would accept would it. Would or would yeah. not? Sorry. I would not. You would, yeah. Then and now? Me? No. Why? Well, personally. Now y'all got y'all to gotta have it out. I would say no, only for the simple. And I'm not knocking OJ Howard, but left tackle is a little more valuable than tight end position. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. OJ is a younger player. But I would, I would say I would want OJ and maybe a fourth, fifth. I don't know. Throw a little something extra in there because I'm giving you a left tackle to protect that quarterback that you just picked yeah, up. Yeah, but they just took 50 this years old. Tight end in the first round. If we to- if I told if OJ Howard was in this draft, he would go second round or for no, my bad. He would go top fifteen because this tight end class is garbage. They, 
But what does that say about OJ? They just took him in the first round and they taking Gronk off a year off. Bad. What do you back. mean they're taking Gronk? They didn't take Gronk. Gronk called them. I understand that. But if OJ's that good, why would you because let him they're because right. Cameron Brady also denied they're just not you, they didn't haven't used them. Um it's well, not next. listed because you gotta pick the option up. I'm not that concerned about that part. Only right. I'm not concerned about the option cap hit as much as I'm I didn't realize he was twenty five going into the yeah. Mm. I thought he was a year younger. Mm, well, how does that change uh, your answer? No, on both. Wow. Okay. What about if they had sent a pick like Corey just suggested OJ in the fourth? Would you have done that? We'll do that now. Depends on my other offers. But I also say that include that fourth in there because Cliff, for all we know, we could pluck another tight end in this draft. Say we don't pick up OJ's option, but we traded for you. Maybe it doesn't work out. Maybe it does, but then you. You got OJ and you got a tight end. Nah, that's an overpay. That's an overpay. I'm, I'm not giving up more than a sixth round pick for OJ Howard. Wow, no more than six. Hey, Tampa round. going all in. This Yo, year. there might, might not be it. this season. That's the truth, too. Or, or like, <laughs> who knows, right? And these contracts, no, the year that. does count. Yeah. Yep. So I can't trade Trent for someone who literally might not play down here. Nah, I feel you on that. What do you guys think? Is gonna actually happen with Trent. Um, I don't think we're gonna. No, hell no. I've seen the reports. I, it's not happening. No. I would be floored if it happened. I mean, floored. don't get me wrong. Super fucking happy, but like, it's Yo, not gonna happen. I said this thing. I think real quick. I said this one of our group chats. I don't want. I don't think I would a twenty twenty one first. I wouldn't even be happy about that. You wouldn't the twenty the twenty twenty one draft is gonna be murky, man. It is, but it's the Trevor Lawrence draft. Damn, course we taking it there already. I'm just, I'm not, I'm. That's not even not going to happen. I'm just saying, you never know. You don't know what what type of position you, you're going to be in. You don't. you don't know. But what I'm saying is, like, you need the number one pick to get Trevor Lawrence. So that's like its own conversation. Right. The rest of the draft outside of Lawrence, if there's no college football season, I don't know what the hell that is. This is also very, very yeah. true. No, you think there even be a twenty twenty one draft? There's there's no college season. Like how the hell would you I don't know. evaluate any I don't know. other prospects? Good question. It's funny because next year's draft is supposed to be loaded with right. left Ask Roger. Roger might right. know. I'm, I saw a couple of things today. I don't remember who I I forgive me for not giving credit. Pretty much said the Redskins have gotten offers for pick number two and that a plan has pretty much been laid out, the full compensation, and that it's out there. Um I'm pretty confident that Chase Young is going to be arrested tomorrow. My question to you guys is, what would it take? If there was a figure that you could put on it, what would it be? Man. I mean, you got to take, you got to think about the player that you'd be passing up on. So ultimately, if it's truly a team like obviously Miami, because they have the most draft capital this year, I'm, I'm going to need all Damn. your first round picks. I'm, I mean, if it's Miami, oh yeah. I'm going to need all three of your first round picks this year. I might ask you for one next year, and I need you to throw a two in there somewhere, somewhere too. But the, the, to start the conversation, I got I need the first round draft picks because not only am I passing on a generational talent at the edge rusher, I'm giving you your franchise quarterback. So what about me here? So if I'm the Redskins, I need everything possible. I'm not just taking your fifth and your your second first round pick and a second and a second. Like no, I need some draft capital in this first round. I need some capital next year. Then we can talk. 
Other than that, I'm going with Chase Young. Like, no. Absolutely. Um, I'll put it to you like this. I would not trade out of top five if I traded back. I need to get Simmons or Akuda while trading back. I do not. Corey's on the phone with them like, yo, can I get that? Five? The 18? Yep. The 26? Yep. They're like, cool. All yep. right. Done. They're like, and? They're like, wait a second. Hey, hold up. <laughs> I'm, but I might be like, no, nah, just sprinkle in that second round pick. Just nah, sprinkle I in the second round pick. I would do a four, five, 18. Give me that second. Throw in a fourth this year and a second next year. Cliff. A second okay, next year. Said, okay, I got you. Okay. <sighs> That's a tough That's a- one. It is tough. I know that a price exists because everything has a price. Um, the bigger issue to me is not the terms of like value, like draft picks, and like are you getting enough picks for number two overall? It's the value of what you'd be giving up. The value of the Pick- player you're giving up. Is there really a price you could put on a player that? Is projected to be very, very good. Some people have said one of the best players they've evaluated in their careers of evaluating players. What if this guy ends up being the next Lawrence Taylor? I know that's a huge if at this point, but would three first round picks and a second round pick and a 2021 pick or whatever, would that make up for losing that? To me, it's not. Like, I wouldn't trade him away. You're talking about somebody who changes the game every time he's on the field. If he's as good as they say, you're going to regret not taking them. And I don't care who you get. Well, well, well. I mean, this, these are all good points, guys. I like Chase Young. I'm all about taking them. The only thing I would say is if Akuda is an all-pro corner, then I think it becomes a question of whether would you rather have an all-pro corner or an all-pro rush end. Mm-hmm. If I can get picks in an all-pro corner, then I can understand why someone would be cool with trading back. I get it. Like again, I'm not. I'm not one to say you shouldn't have the conversation. Um, that's tough, man. All-pro corner, all-pro edge rusher. Seeing how we haven't had either one in quite some time, you know. Um, yeah, Cliff, that's a good. That's that's a good debate. Okuda, and then you could potentially have, you know. With the picks, you could get another weapon for Haskins on the outside. I mean, you could get him a left tackle with the picks. I mean, it's a lot that can come from trading back. And I'm not saying that I'm disagreeing with you at all, Cliff. I'm not, because what you said makes perfectly good sense. Um, I'm a big fan of Okuda. I think that he is going to be the next Patrick Peterson. Shut down corner. He has that type of ability, yeah. Um, to me, it's more of a chicken or the egg sort of conversation. Do good cornerbacks make good pass rushers? Or do good pass rushes make good secondaries? You know what I'm saying? If you're asking me my personal opinion, I would rather have a dominant edge rusher. And, you know, there's a conventional wisdom that the best way to build a team is strengthen your strength. Adding Chase Young to Matt Ioannidis and Payne and Allen and Montez Sweat, that adds a strength to a really, really solid and developing front four, front seven type of situation. And especially with a new coaching staff, it must be salivating just – 
thinking of things they can do with this guy and a scheme that also features four other that's, first rounds. That's another, Paul, I'm glad you said that, man, because that's a great point, especially because the history of what we've done recently in the draft, the first rounders that we have on the line, and you're adding an impact player like that to, to assist these guys as far as rushing the passer. Like, it's going to be mm-hmm. so much attention that's going to go to Chase, that's going to free up Montez. It's going to free up Jonathan Payne, Ionitis, or if they don't, for some reason, double Chase. Like, Chase, you're going to get a one-on-one because Montez is doubled or Ionitis is like, you know what I'm saying? It's just so much you could do by adding Chase Young in that front seven. Like, I agree. It's, I, it's hard right. to pass on that. I agree. Um, I think the, right. the only. Yeah. I think I've sent some sent some of these stories along to you all. There's stories about pass rush versus pass coverage. I think the idea, the argument for pass coverage is that the ball is getting out quicker in the league now. And the yeah. only way to make quarterbacks hold on to mm-hmm. the ball longer is by having top coverage. When you go against mm-hmm. to, like Tom Brady in his prime, your rushers just aren't going to have enough time to get there. They're only going to have time to get there if the coverage is holding up. That's a good point. But there's the the fact of the matter is, even though people spent three months arguing about this shit, why the hell would I complain about getting Chase Young? Like, how dare you complain about getting a player this good? It's crazy because there's actually people complaining about that. There's nobody on Twitter I hate more at this point is then the, well, actually, motherfucker who wants to give you facts about how Chase Young didn't have a sack against Clemson. Like, motherfucker, I know you've made this perfectly clear that you want to be contrarian to waste my time right now. I can't wait for this draft to go on tomorrow one way or another to never mm-hmm. have to hear from that Twitter guy again. Yeah. I would have never thought we'd have a fan base that was, you know, based literally just crying, saying, God, we need to lose these games in November, December. We want to get Chase. And now here we are. They're like, well, I don't know. Should we really do it? Like, like. Uh, only us. There's no other. It's crazy. There's no other fan base that's as self-deprecating enough that would they would find ways to say, mm-hmm. "Hey, I don't want Chase Young." Listen, the sense. fact matters. Chase Young is the best player we've drafted since 2005. And you can't. And you there can't, you can't complain about nothing. That. There's we have not drafted a player this heralded. Nope. In nope. this dominant since 2005. Yep. Cliff, it's weird that you said that. I wonder if this is a bigger draft pick than RG3. And I, you know, when I thought about it, I was like, no. I think RG3, like the lead up, especially once we had traded up a month or two earlier, you knew that that night was going to be like, wow, we finally drafted our franchise quarterback. I think back to the day we drafted Sean Taylor. Oh, four. <laughs> That's the territory we are actually going to. And actually, like, goes more to my point. Like, you would never, ever, ever hear anybody talking about, oh, we shouldn't pick, take Sean Taylor number two overall, even though we know it was a beast. <laughs> like, <laughs> the fuck are y'all doing? Nah, right? I hear you. Nah, look. <laughs> Chase is right. Special. I, I think, it's, just, just, I, I think it's, it's one of those things. We are in this pick position where we know we are taking a player that we didn't trade up for, and we knew it the day our season ended. So people just started bitching because there was nothing else to talk about. Finding any reasons that or maybe right. they shouldn't do it or maybe he doesn't have that impact. Or, is he overhyped? Because like, real shit, like I know I said a lot, of, like I know I said that Burrow's 24, right, and all those things. But Burrow and Chase Young have basically not really been talked about that much ahead of this draft, right? Because it's been known for a while that mm-hmm. they were going one and two. 
I sort of feel like Chase Young is almost mm-hmm. being underrated, frankly. Another thing is wrestling fans could be afraid of the hype because like I could totally understand why a wrestling fan who has been just defeated by countless kicks in the ass would be like, oh well. Look. We're getting Chase Young, but at you some know, point, we as a fan base, I know we've been through hell and back, but we got to get out of that negative mindset. The dude that they wanted fired, he's gone. Our dumbass coach was fired. It's new people in charge. Embrace change. Embrace that the team actually might be moving in the right direction. And embrace that tomorrow night you're going to be drafting a player that can make a major impact on your franchise. Hurst made compare him to Derek impact. Thomas yesterday. I heard that too. It's crazy when you hear the people who don't like to get into hyperbole. Like you'll hear him talk about Chase Young and be like, I don't want to say he's the best player I've ever scouted, but <laughs> he's the best player I've ever scouted. I've heard that too many times from too many people who would know to believe this is a fluke. Everything people are saying he is and more. Like he's about to be that mm-hmm. dude. Embrace it. We're about to get a damn right. good talent. I'm all about not trading back. I don't think we'd even get Okuda if we traded to five. So that wouldn't even be relevant. Take Chase Young. Mm-hmm. Don't even think about like, what else That's is there to think about. Kind of been in my position. Like, let's just draft him and not look back. Like, you're going to drive yourself crazy thinking about the things you could have gotten instead. Draft Chase Young and realize that you've drafted maybe the best defensive end this team has had since Dexter Manley in his prime. Like, that, that's the reality of what we're looking at. Straight up! There is not a top <laughs> defensive coordinator that would not want. I say a sentence. That's why it's team. ridiculous that he's not going to go. I mean, I would consider him. As I think that's three. Yeah, if I were that's Lions. fucking. I remember sweet. Clinton Porter said he would take him over Chase Young. I don't know if I agree with that. You know, Lions going Okuda. The Gotta Lions play are stupid. Fucking draft two. Yeah, we know that. You need They've to draft two. Shit and stop being. And also get rid of that dumbass coach. The fuck is a pencil behind your ear for, nigga? You can't even write <laughs> on that fucking lamp, nigga. <laughs> Patricia. <laughs> We think it's 95 and shit. You got a goddamn pencil behind his ear. You have a laminated, pencil, Patricia. a laminated play menu. What the fuck is the pencil for? Dog, I never even realized that. This man got a whole oh, ass IHOP menu. What the fuck is the pencil for? What the fuck is the pencil for, dog? Like, who are you trying to impress, man? Why is there a pencil behind your ear? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, Once I heard teams think her, are favoring Herbert over Sue, I said, you know what, man? I'm done with the draft. I'm good. Mm. Yeah, I'm good. Probably time to log off. Get right? this shit over with. <laughs> How far do you think that it's possible that one hey, could fall? It's all them falling to the teams. I'd be shocked if I would fell out the top two. Because the issue is if he doesn't go if he doesn't go to the Chargers and no one trades up, Vegas is going to trade up. I'm calling nah. Gruden. You know Gruden not yeah, fucking with Carr no more? Going, nah, I can't. Because I don't see them doing that because their team weren't their team was in playoff contention last year, weren't they? The Raiders? But then again, you probably, Cliff, you make a good point because I just pulled up the um the draft order. Honestly, if two are made it to like mm-hmm. nine, there's no need to trade up because Cleveland's 10, Jets is 11. So, yeah, actually Vegas is But they probably, right I don't right know if they would do it. Only because they, would take they don't – they almost made the playoffs. They actually do need other players. I just get the vibe that Gruden does not like Carr. Like, I just don't – No, I don't think he is either. Of Carr. I mean, you, you might be right. There are a player out there right now that 
in your head mm. just seems like, yeah, that pick makes like perfect sense. I could see it happening. The one that comes to mind, and it's really going to be super unfair when it does happen, is Henry Ruggs to the Niners. Like, I see it on my screen. I don't think he takes somebody like Lamb. <laughs> Judy, maybe, but I could definitely see Ruggs going. What, what were they at? I think the Niners are at 13. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good spot. If he doesn't go 13 mm-hmm. or 12 to the Raiders, I guess he could go 11 to the Jets. But those are going to be the two teams in front of him that might really be reaching for receivers. I hate to say it, but my perfect match is Justin Jefferson to the Eagles. Yeah. I could just see him ending up in Philly. Yes, I said that yesterday. Him yeah, and Wentz just, Keenan just Allen. going off. And that's one of my favorite guys in the league to watch. And, I, God damn it, that would be so deadly. Him and Miles Sanders. The Dolphins better take to a man. Mm-hmm. I cannot keep <laughs> repeating this enough. They are going to regret it. They're, They're going, going to regret it. There's no way to they regret this it. All, this, all this time. They can't. There's no way. Listen, there's no but, way. Which, what do y'all mean? They're a dumbass franchise. I mean, that they are. So anything is possible. But, I mean, like we like we said earlier, they've been tanking for two. This has been going on for how long now? Like, come on. They got all this draft capital. They got all these picks. Like, they were trying to put themselves in position to be prepared to move around in case they could get Tua. Tua yeah. is about to fall in, in their fact, lap. You picking five. at five and you got these picks. This is more reason to draft Tua. If you were concerned about, oh, well, Absolutely. we don't know about Zip, well, you have so many picks. Just fucking take Tua mm-hmm. and stop being stupid. I forget what year this was. I think it might have been. But they might do some oh, dumbass shit. Nine or oh, eight, whatever year it was. I don't know why this is so vivid in my head right now. The Dolphins were picking, I think, seventh overall, and they had a camera at their, like, draft party with all their fans. And I I forgot who was available that year. It must have been somebody really good, and they all looked so boosted. And he got to the microphone, and he was like, the Miami Dolphins select Teddy Ginn Jr., and they were all so fucking blown. It was <laughs> oh, they, that's right. They did take Teddy Ginn. I was, and I was like, because you're right, there was a name. There's somebody that they wanted. I'm about to look that shit up real quick. What year is Ted Gidgen drafted, bro? 2007, yeah. (laughs) So who went 07? Damn, this draft. Patrick Willis, Marshawn Lynch, Ravitz, Hemmings. They took took Ted Gidgen. That's terrible. It's again at nine. Oh my gosh. Again at nine. I just pulled it up. Hey, Brady Quinn went first round, man. By the way, the Dolphins are a worse, they're about as bad an organization as we have been. And the fact that they really are about to trade up for a tackle (laughs) instead of taking Tua. Like that's that's one of those where it's like, what the fuck were y'all thinking about? And we're gonna look back five got, years from now, all those people are gonna be fired. So y'all got all this draft capital to trade up for a tackle? Y'all spent the last year I, and a half talking about drafting Tua. Tank for Tua. Can you imagine being a Dolphins fan? Imagine being a Dolphins fan, right? Let's take it back to 2017. You've been bad now for a year or two. This past year, you've had a historically bad season. Your whole thing was tank for Tua, and you. Ends up with the fifth pick and you can't get him. He falls in your lap and you draft Tristan worse instead. So I, I would lose my fucking the Fairness mind. for Andrew Thomas. Serious? Yeah, it's Andrew Thomas. Fucking serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought they had a good offseason too. Like Miami, they're trending up. 
But no, I, they're, they're, I didn't think they were great. looking to move up for a tackle. Like, what? I mean, but in the end, it's going to help us out. So, by all means, you do that. If they fuck this up tomorrow and draft a tackle instead of a quarterback, then I no, you know, not instead of I a quarterback. Bad. Don't take no fucking Justin Herbert. <laughs> if hey, you... some people like Herbert, he's not my cup of tea. I'll leave it that he's not a cup of tea. I'm saying if Tua falls in your lap, but this kind of goes back to what you were saying about people not being able to do their homework on these draft picks because Herbert has a ton of injuries, and six months ago he fucked up his hip. Mm-hmm. You know, are you really you mean Tua? a top five pick on a quarterback? You, you mean Tua? I mean, I personally would, but it just it's another. Yeah, yeah, but listen, man, he injured. This is the funny thing about the NFL. These are the same motherfuckers that are constantly telling you that people get injured. Oh, this is part of football. People get injured. And now everybody's scared of the kid that had a little hip injury. He had a hip injury. Well, Court, let's not no, say no, a little hip injury like no, it was no it's big a, deal. Like I'm, well, I'm not trying no. to make it seem like it's not a big deal. But. Basically, it sounds like some of y'all think that if it isn't your ACL that tears, because if he had torn his ACL, people wouldn't be talking like this. They're like, oh, he's good. Seven point rehab, he'll be good to go by camp. Well, yeah, it's also not 1985. He's not booming. No, you know no but ACL tears are not good. <laughs> See, we've gone to that side where we talk about ACL tears, like it's like, oh, well, you tore your ACL, you'll be back and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But that's not true either. So, okay, who no, has fair. an injury? Unless the doctors tell you that the injury is chronic, why are you not taking them first? Mm-hmm. Last I checked, all the doc said he's been fully recovered, good to go. He put his video out of his little mini pro day that he had. Look, I mean, he looked good to me. If he's healthy, he should be the first pick. I've been saying that all along. Not really sure what the no no disrespect to Burrow, but I mean, I just think two is a better quarter. Burrow had a hell of a season. He did twenty four. Well, dude, Burrow's older than Lamar Jackson. Yep. Do you see them weapons that Burrow had? Because now you're going to make it seem like like I'm going to hate on Burrow. No, because that's not fair. The reason I say it's not fair is just because I make a good throw and the person who caught it was good, what you're telling me is I should should get punished by throwing the bums. Who can't? But when Haskins threw a crossing route to K.J. Hill or McClure... Well, Paris Campbell, it was no, he just threw a all, screen and they no, because the they weren't no, because that's not the that's not the way LSU was playing though. This wasn't no like throw a three yard hitch though. Burrow was throwing the ball downfield. He set the record for passing completion percentage. Played the toughest schedule. I think it's the toughest schedule in ye in a in a minute. Toughest passing schedule in the country. Lit them all up every week. He actually didn't wasn't that bad his first year. LSU. He started playing better as the season went on. But he's uh, okay. no, that's true. Okay. That's true. Did you? No, no. Okay, I wouldn't I, say I'm he not... wasn't bad. He, he just like I think he was just like like 17 touchdowns, 12 picks, something like that. Like something real mediocre. Right, but that but as the season went on, Burrow was playing better his junior year. But why are y'all making this about Haskins? Sixty. Not, I'm not. I'm not I was just for Cliff. I'm not making it about Haskins. What I'm saying is it's funny how people can look at Haskins and say he doesn't have much experience, but he had a great year in college. Burrow has a spectacular year in college. He doesn't have much experience, and all of a sudden he's ready to come in and turn a okay, franchise one, around. It's just no, that, that's no, the thing. That, that's no, exactly the point. It's two years of experience. I think, I think Cliff and me and Corey have two different uh we have two different standards. 
of how good Burrow and Haskins seasons were. I'm just saying, like, people were so quick to be like, oh, Haskins has so much work to do. I don't know if he can do it. But he had a good college career and never had a year before where he was, like, just okay. Yeah, but, all but, that, but that is not – I don't – to for me, that isn't all that relevant in that way. That, like, he – Burrow was in a very different offense. It was his first year starting. I get it. Haskins had a great year at Ohio State. There's no question. Burrow won the national championship. He beat Alabama twice. Like he checked every box while having he had a hell of a while season. having no arguably had a hell of a Haskins season. had a very good season in Ohio State, best season in the history of school. Burrow and you Burrow know that school has had the best season in history. Better than Cam. <laughs> the Bur- Burrow season was the best season ever. Arguably. Again, I'm not knocking Joe. I'm just saying, like, I got my questions. My I'm not saying he can't be a great player, but I just don't. Yeah. I don't understand how everybody just stamps it like Joe Burrow. Boom, he's ready. What? You know what I'm saying I'm not. I'm not trying to knock him. I'm just saying it's just funny how people. You look at one situation, look at another. But right, I mean, but right. if you compare the situations, everybody's We just watched Joe Burrow throw for like 500 yards every week, winning a national championship. But plus, that was also LSU finally walked, brought themselves into the 21st century and upgraded their offense with that um, offensive court. What was his name? Joe Kelly or something like that? I forget his name. Oh, they went to um, what's the, Joe, what's the Brady? Brady. Joe Brady. Joe Brady. Oh, Joe Brady. Take that back. Joe Brady. Yeah. Nah, listen. It's all good. Dude's like an offensive Let's guru. See. I mean, again, I'm not taking it from Burrow. But, I, it, I mean, you can, but you, here's the thing. I don't care who they added. There's no one that showed up and made him have the best season in history. Like, no. Like from, I, I got a question. Go, go ahead. Now, nah, what I was gonna say is like for me, I know people sometimes like to be like, "Well, would this person have done X if that if if there wasn't this coach or this player?" Of course. X? If you do something that is the best ever, I'm not about to be out here crediting some coach for that. Make another hove, then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like how you just make somebody the best ever. Nah. Do it right. again then. All right. Let me throw a hypothetical question to you guys. Let's say we are redrafting the 2019 NFL draft, right? And let's just say Joe Burrow's in it after the year he had at LSU. Do you still think Haskins goes fourth? And at this point it would be after Murray Jones and Burrow. Is he still the last quarterback taken in that pack? What do you order? mean? What do you if if Let's say let's say you enter Joe Burrow in last year's NFL draft after what he did at LSU. Yeah, his like he had the two years of, of work. I'm assuming that at that point Burrow goes one over Murray. Correct? I don't. I don't know. I don't no. think so. I don't. Think so. I would say Kingsbury would have stuck with Murray. Yeah. You think? Okay, Burrow still definitely goes before uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah. He should. And, and Jones goes before Haskins. Yes. No, 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 wow. no, 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 no. You're saying, in my opinion, or you're saying how it would happen? Well, the, well just for the sake of argument, let's ar- do both. Your opinion and how you think it should have gone. Or would go. How it would go is Haskins would go last of all of them. Mm. Like, that's how it would go. Yeah. I probably for, agree with for that. For me, Kyler and Tua are clearly ahead of the, the rest. Right? I don't... I think mm-hmm. Burrow has Burrow had a great season. Burrow has pretty good talent. I don't think he's like crazy like physical talent, but 
Haskins has right. more physical ability than Burrow does. Mm-hmm. He got that motherfucking rifle, dog. I agree with that. Burrow's got some like I don't want to use the word intangibles because it makes me sound like one of them co- one right. of them coded I, speakers. You know what I mean? He, right, you're like a uh, lunchbox. Uh, he's got all the intangibles. Someone you want to take home to your daughter? Does in the pocket though, in terms of like moving around the pocket, that he's super advanced, but you might not have all that uh, time in the pros. Tua, Tua and Kyler are in their own category when it comes to those yeah. four. I think Burrow, I can think, and I don't think this is a bad thing, like Burrow and Haskins, I see them on the same level. Like, I don't, obviously, maybe one has a stronger arm, maybe one can move around right. a little bit more, but as far as, like, I think they both have the ability to be good quarterbacks but, in the league. But the difference is, he's two years older than Burrow, than Haskins. That's true. That's true, So, too. like, what's Haskins going to look like at 24? That's mm-hmm. why, they, you know. Nobody, nobody brings that up, though. I, so did you actually yeah, answer the yeah, question? Yeah, I, kind of, mm-hmm. So you, so you would take Haskins over. I would have them at the same level. Just would probably depend on offense, like probably like what kind of system I'm running. Hey, by the way, before we finish, listen, I'm not saying Dan Orlovsky's not allowed to talk about the NFL. It's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Dan Orlovsky was this, talking though. about Tua's. And by the way, a made-up Wonderlick because that wasn't the right Wonderlick score. And even if it was, yeah, mm-hmm. Dan Olaski, you sucked. I kind of like Carr on NFL Network. Like, it's like every time I see Jesse Palmer on TV, I'm like, like man, up, listen, <laughs> you don't sit your ass down somewhere. But, but or see, I don't <laughs> like uh, Carr and Palmer for me is a little different because I never hear them like saying the shit I hear Olaski say. No, no, he does make. Good he makes some good points he's sometimes. Don't get me wrong. Like, oh, Tua got this score on his Wonderlick. You know that makes me think X, Y, and Z. What was your Wonderlick score, Olavsky? What'd you get <laughs> before you ran out the back Who of that fucking Olavsky? end zone like an idiot? They talk about the butt fumble. <laughs> that play looks dumber than the butt fumble. It's like around the back of the end zone. It's still oh, trying shit. to throw the ball after. Uh yeah, they're the right. Last thing we should talk in, about is the Cowboys. Prime, right, seventeen. They're in good spot. Um, and what the fuck? Looking are they at, doing? Apparently, looking at your guy from Michigan, center, Who? center. Who? That's not a bad move. That's not a bad move at all. I mean, they try to replace Travis Frederick. I, I but think that it would be smart. For them they doing to with that go defense? and get a defensive lineman, uh, the guy who, who I'm thinking of. But you know they're doing that because you know they're bread and butter, Cliff. Ball, like they want to run the ball. Yeah, but their the defensive line is paper thin, and, and they drafted Tristan Hill last year and didn't really do much for them. I know he was kind of like a, a project, but oh, still, it is. It, they they should be they should be really praying that Javon Kinlaw falls yeah. for them. Seven defensive years. line is they paper be thin. For that. I don't see. Uh, well, I think. Their hope was probably uh, Henderson. But, yeah, but that isn't like that's Corner happening. from Florida? <clears throat> He's very raw like from the, what, what I hear. Like, I'm talking about uh, that works out because Daniel Hunter at one yeah. point was really raw, but he was also a third-round pick, I believe. Plus, Dallas, Dallas needs to put some type of, I'm, uh, You know what, Paul? I'm kind of with you on that. They should probably they really don't. Like, last year when he was DeMarcus out, Lawrence ain't getting off the line. They don't have shit. To get to the quarterbacks, so. right? But, I mean, I, like I think their D line yeah. is thin, but don't they get they get one of their guys back? Tyrone Crawford, well, yeah, yeah, Tyron, yeah he's good. And, you know, they, they definitely also have um, the two as Panthers. 
Yeah, they got they signed yeah. McCoy and Poe, right? Tristan Hill. They got Tristan Hill. Who's the kid they drafted they have, last year? Is done Dante nothing. Poe, and how old is yeah Tristan Hill? Uh, Gerald McCoy. They got to be close to they're around the same age. Oh, yo, they're signing Alden Smith. Also, remember? <laughs> oh shit! I was about to hit him with the fuck is you doing? Wait, so if not going until seven or twelve, <laughs> seven through twelve. What oh. does that mean? The Giants going to do it for? You mean Simmons? I, I meant to say I meant to say Simmons. Sorry, you mean Simmons? Simmons. Going Simmons. Simmons. They going to tackle? Yeah, they taking the tackle. Browns are worried. Because they're, they're going, going they're going Worse tackle. The, if the Dolphins are also going tackle. The Cardinals probably go and tackle. Forgot you know, about Arizona. They're definitely going to tackle. replace the Redskins as Tyler. the bottom bitch in this division. I like excuse my language, but like the Redskins are like had Bruce Allen and they were like a punching bag. Like now that you've hired Ron Rivera, like somebody's like has a little bit of respect. The Giants got to be the, the team in this basement of this division for a little bit now. So it would, make, it would make me really really happy to see them go out and draft somebody like. You know what changes that? Know. You got to win. Let's say they drafted Jordan Love or something ridiculous. Oh, see, I think they've gone to a def- different realm. Their fans do not trust their GM. Period. They can say what the fuck nope. ever they want about Daniel Jones. Now they booed Daniel Jones when they drafted him. They did not talking that Daniel Jones no bullshit, right? And turn over the ball to the other team. They don't trust their GM. It's funny they don't ever talk about the turnovers. They always want to See? point out, like, "Oh, look at that throw! Look at that throw!" I was like, "Wasn't he a turnover dude. machine?" But I know in college, a turnover machine in the NFL. Yeah. I know Jamal Adams stole that ball from him like it was lunch money. I know that. <laughs> I mean, not bad. I mean, but you, uh, twenty-four touchdowns. You can't have that conversation about your touchdown interception ratio and not also mention like the eight fumbles or however much it would have been. Look, I think they're going. <laughs> if they go O line, their fans will be like, "We get it," but they're not going to be happy. I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, looking at the draft board. I'm wondering if this is the year that the Packers do a Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers move. Like, I'm not saying they would or they should, but would it surprise anybody if they drafted Jordan Love at 30? Ah, uh, you can't. You shouldn't be doing that. Uh. I think he should be. I don't think they should do that. Yeah, right now. Yeah, especially at the wide wide receiver position. No, they they definitely should go offensive position because they don't have any wide receivers really outside of um, Devontae. Right. I mean, even Lazard. Like, who knows? Like, what he really Devontae and Lazard. They can definitely get better. Um, But like, I just like the symmetry between going from one wild stallion that you've broken to Aaron Rodgers and then him being replaced by another wild stallion that needs to be broken. Because that's all you hear about Jordan Love is that he has some, some crazy, crazy arm strength, like ridiculous arm. He just needs like a couple of years to actually sit and watch. Yeah, but Green Bay, I mean, I hear you. It, it, I don't, I'm not going to say it would be a bad pick, but I feel like they're in, they're in a position yeah, where you need to add talent because they can get to the Super Bowl. Like they have a quarterback yeah, that can play now. So get your They honestly should probably work on their O-line. But I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. Lately, it, we don't talk about how frail Rodgers is at this point. Like he is always hurt. Yeah. But he, he don't even get yeah, hurt. Was, like, just, is Boxy like, already still there? Hurt on some fluke shit. Like, remember when Aaron Hendricks broke his collarbone? Like, it wasn't even like he was doing the most. He just was yeah. not in the pocket and got crushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. 
Still really good. Yeah, still still really good. Is David Bakhtiari still left tackle? I wonder what the Broncos are going to do. Okay. They should honestly be looking at Judy at 15. Yeah. They I think they're going receiver. Well, then again, I, I take putting somebody like Judy them, but they with need some Portland Sutton and Drew Locke, and then also Noah Fant. Like that's that's a good look. And they got Melvin Gordon, and they got um, Philip Lindsay. Still, they ha- they actually have a nice little arsenal of offensive weapons. I don't know how good the line is right now. There. I honestly really don't know, but I know that if you want to give Drew Locke the actual, we're going to surround you with weapons treatment, they need a receiver. And I think somebody like Judy is, is a great compliment to a go up and get a guy like Cortland Sutton. I think Ruggs is the first one to go. Or maybe they can You know go what I've seen somebody, somebody say? It's like, fuck it. Bucks should take Ruggs at 14. What the Bucks really should do is go get Clisman, um Percy Harvin. <laughs> but that's just a pipe dream. I know that's not going to happen. Shit, well, you should get Percy Harvin. Can you imagine? I definitely want to see Percy. Can you imagine back Percy with Godwin and that's, Evan? Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't we signing Percy? <laughs> Percy, like, man, y'all ain't testing for that weed no more. I'm he, he eating for the migraine. Straight up. <laughs> Dude, Percy was a dog. Cliff, I know that's your man. I ain't gonna I ain't gotta talk him up for you, but Percy, that's a I, dog. I, I wouldn't say no to that. I would love if to see he's him actually like what he coming back and actually has why not take a chance? Good. I would definitely be mm. the first person on the on this phone line. All these new uniforms. We actually haven't talked uniforms and put them in like some sort of ranking. Everybody's seen like all of them, right? Y'all seen every single variation of every single new uniform, hmm. which has felt like 15 teams changed their looks this year. Uh, Chargers number one. To me, that, that's that's a slam dunk. Like that midnight blue Definitely. and that black joint with the um, lightning outline, that is like some real like, like – you look at it and it's like kind of like a college uniform, but – I wouldn't mind seeing it like every once in a while. It's not like ridiculous, like like some of these color rush uniforms are. Like the Redskins mustard on mustard. I would never want to see that. But that midnight blue Chargers joint, yeah, oh. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Uh, Browns number two, I think that's that's an easy one as well. I'm glad they went away from the Browns pant definitely. leg sort of look. I, I I don't know who approved. It looked definitely. like they definitely went to, like that shit looked like that's their, they went I remember back to their old school that look, when right? I saw it the first time I was like this looks like Fubu. <laughs> <laughs> uh Bucks three. Bucks three. Oh shit. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Bucks or Atlanta's like ATL should have brought back the red helmets or you know like the black jersey like that ATL across you the know track, what across the, the, the Hawks did it and then so they tried extra. to do it I'm, I mean, sure. I just, I'm just because not a fan of it the NFL is not the NBA and like I feel like the Hawks have more of a relationship with Atlanta in a way where they putting ATL on your jerseys is kind of acceptable the Falcons don't really have that kind of cachet at least and it looked frankly to me ridiculous I wouldn't have really have went that way yeah, shit looks tacky, ugly ass jersey. Yeah, <laughs> tacky ass. Tacky as <laughs> no, I think I remember. Tw- tw- Paul, no, you remember the old Dion jerseys when they had the red helmet, the silver pants with the black and red stripe, white jerseys, red helmets with the like the I think it's like a kind of like a chromish face mask, like in the late eighties, like the early Dion era, or just go back to the the nineties Dion joints. Jamal Anderson's, mm-hmm. you could have put like a cool You're little variation on that, but that like less is yep. more. Like the fact that they did the whole two tone jersey, the red and black, I'm like, no, no, a whole miss, a whole miss. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I can't get over it when some of these teams actually spend time, like have resources at their fingertips. They have money, they have like they can hire whoever they want to design these joints, and 
someone come out looking like garbage. Like I, I can't believe that the Buccaneers actually came out alarm clock ass jerseys five years ago and was like, yeah, we're gonna sell these <laughs> we're gonna wear this every Sunday in the fall, Sunday in, Sunday out, and nobody's gonna notice that it looks like maybe something that I would see in the longest yard. Buck should have brought back the old orange oh, the with, the with the some dude with the sombrero on there. Like those would be the cream sick. You know what? Them, those you are know what, Corey? Official Bucks like, think about brought that back. Hey, that shit, obviously, they, they didn't now. know that they were going to get Brady, mm. and they had no idea they were going to get Gronk. But if they just said, fuck it, we're going crimsicles for two straight years, we're rocking with Brady and do some wild shit, like, I, I, I fuck with that. I fuck with that energy. Nah, they caught too many mm. L's in those jerseys. True. Mean. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not bringing those back. <laughs> so spur your jerseys. Cannot bring those it's back. Out there any like circumstance. You caught nothing but L's with those jerseys on. <laughs> It was them those that was those three and thirteens. <laughs> you see that the, lead. the Browns yeah. went back to a jersey that they had in the past that was classic. That looks better. I, this is a message to Dolphins. I'm tired of seeing this weird ass dolphin on your helmet. And honestly, when you wear your throwbacks, it looks way way better anyway. Like go 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 back to your other uniforms, man. These shits are unacceptable. I know it's Miami mm-hmm. and football ain't really a big deal down there, like the NFL team is. <laughs> but y'all like you look like a. EA Sports make a team in these shits. <laughs> it's in the game. 